What is going on, everybody? Welcome into another edition of Cheers from the Press Box. I'm your host, Brennan Tassif, joined, as always, by my very good friend and co-host, Mr. Joe Dorville. What's up, man? What is going on, buddy? Do you guys hear that crisp, that crisp new sound? Joe got some new equipment. We are rocking and rolling. New EQs, new voice, later time, same Later time, same Joe. Uh, for anyone joining us that is not used to the program or is new to the program, uh, give you a quick rundown. We're going to talk about some of the biggest topics in uh, the biggest sports. It is going to be another short episode this week only because we are waiting for college football to kick off and then the NFL shortly after. And then we'll get back to our arduously long episodes. But right now we're just going to touch on a few things. Then we'll have the quick hits where Joe and I will go back and forth about some tertiary sports. We're skipping the walk-offs today. Then we will do the press conference where we will pedal our wares. But we are going to start this week same way we do every week. Joe! Ready to return the opening kickoff. Perfect way to kick off. Here we go. All right. First major sport we're talking about is the NFL, as always. Joe, apparently Baker Mayfield has been named the starter in Carolina. Yeah, bro. Breaks my heart. Dismay. <laughs> it breaks my heart. Uh, yeah, so uh, what, I, I figured he'd be the starter coming into it. You don't trade for the number one pick, and he doesn't. Be, but, I mean, Sam Darnold was a top pick, too. I don't know. I'm upset. Everyone knows how much I love Sam Darnold. Uh, but it's I was a year for him. on Sammy. Huh? It's a year removed on Sam, though. Yeah, I know. So that's a bit of the issue. Um, a year removed as far as him already playing for the team. They must have already seen what they had in him. Yeah. And apparently not liking it enough. Um, it's interesting. Uh, game one is going to be against Cleveland. You know, maybe they're, they've been, they had a call from Goodell about the ratings. And, you know, let's get a one o'clock game, some extra pub. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, uh, I think it's going to be interesting to see how long Baker stays in the seat because we don't even know how good Baker is going to be um, for them long term. Yeah, so, well, the injury history, too, is very um, turbulent, I guess, because he's always seems to be playing hurt. I mean, we haven't seen him play fully healthy in a long time. Um, since college and not so, just him i mean that team as well christian mccaffrey constantly hurt yeah um so that i mean that similarly it's gonna affect him the same way it did sam Darnold last year because they started off three and had easy games early on but sam Darnold looked a lot more effective when christian mccaffrey was there versus when he eventually got hurt and he wasn't there so baker has been the beneficiary of good running game uh, in the past with Nick Chubb, yeah, Kareem Hunt. Yeah. But even with that, he has floundered. So if Christian McCaffrey goes down, I don't think he's going to continue to be you know, an A1 quarterback, even though I don't think he's an A1 quarterback. It's like a B1 quarterback, B2 quarterback. Yeah, and speaking B2 of in quarterback, if you ask me. Speaking of injuries right now, questionable. DJ Moore, wide receiver. Robbie Anderson, wide receiver. CJ Saunders, wide receiver. Uh, so... You know, I think that's just posturing. I mean, it is, but it's also one of those things where I understand it's like the preseason and it does, that doesn't really matter until the season starts. But it is one of those things to keep 
to keep an eye out for. What do you think happens with uh, Sam, Sammy boy? Um, He stays on the team the entire year, and then... You don't think he demands a, a trade? No. Because no. where is he going to get traded to? Um, he needs to keep a low pro, and, I mean, look, if you're a Caucasian quarterback in the NFL and you keep a low enough pro and you're a good enough guy, you could become Clipboard Jesus, Charlie White, Hurst. You could become Chase Daniels, who's still in the league. Still in the league, Chase Daniels. Yeah, he's uh, the backup for the Chargers now. Yeah. So there's a longevity to just, you know, shutting up and kicking it. Nick Foles, even though he's a Super Bowl winner. Um, yeah, I was yeah that's just, a little different. Just being likable. Uh, just being just being a likable backup guy, you know, you can you can stick. Do you around. think that's going to be the case? Um, it Mariota, seems like you know, it seems like the te- well finally it- got a starting job after a couple of years. But I mean, he went to exile in Las Vegas and just you know, quiet, chill in the background. Tyrod Taylor, you know, a non two non Caucasian examples. Oh, okay. I was just saying um, you started this with Caucasian and then you threw yeah, out Mariota saying, and Tyrod, and that's saying, why I was like, wait, isn't this the 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 olive branch has been extended um, to a select few, not many, but a few. Do you think um, that tide's turning though? Because I've seen like uh, Josh Johnson and some of those guys. Do you think know. is Josh Johnson going to make that roster though? I I don't know, but what my question is is like, say there are you a have, lot more. There are a lot. Yeah, more. but the reason I say that is like, say you have the traditional style, like the old school big. Like six foot four, two hundred and thirty pounds, statuesque pocket passer quarterback. We all played Madden. We all know what I'm talking about. Would it make more sense to have a backup that is a more athletic, like a Lamar Jackson or you know Josh Johnson type of player? Because then, if your starting quarterback does go down, it completely flips the defense on its head. Does that make um, sense? Oh, for sure, for sure, actually. What you were saying, I agree with a thousand percent. Um, Basically have like a change of pace back. If in case your guy goes down, like if your guys are running quarterback, let's have a statue. Because if you have like just a worse version, that's what I'm saying. If you just have a worse version of your starter, then that's then the defense is ready for that. But if you have something that's completely the opposite, maybe he's not as accurate or maybe he can't throw as far, but it's a complete change of pace. So if your starter goes down, the defense is like, oh, fuck, we're not ready for this. Back for the Caucasian, one more for the Caucasian column. Um, Matt Moore in Kansas City or Chad Henney in Kansas City backing up Patrick Mahomes. Um, Completely change of pace back. And Matt Moore, that one year where... uh, Pat Mahomes hurt his knee. He came in, won a couple games because defenses weren't, they weren't expecting to see that when they were getting ready. Um, but uh, what was I going to say? Baltimore has like five black quarterbacks. I just wanted to throw that out there. Yeah. Baltimore has um, all the quarterback quarterbacks. quarterback room out there. Whoa. Um, Joe said it. No, in a good way. Um, but uh, what was I going to say? You oh, put a little oh, emphasis the on problem the, is, the problem <laughs> is, at the end. you still have like, even though there are a few black quarterbacks, you know, kicking around and making a career for themselves as backup, you still got the Peter man who's just allowed to be out here. Yeah, like, no, we I saw how bad he was. Saying. Yeah, like there, the bar is less. The bar is lower to clear to be a white, like journeyman backup, than it is to be a black journeyman backup. Yeah, if, no, until I agree. we get somebody as bad as the Peter man, which actually, I mean. 
if Jordan Love sticks around for a while, whew, you know, that's kind of the bar. But yeah. um, <laughs> if he gets uh, one contract extension, then yeah, if he gets another contract anywhere, man, whew, that first preseason game, I don't <laughs> so attribute anything to preseason games, but if you're a backup and you're throwing three picks against backups, whoo, that's not good. Yeah, I'm and I'm the same way. That's why we normally don't talk about priest. We don't really talk about the games themselves, but just the movement that's happening. Uh, speaking of movement that's happening, Aaron Rodgers, your best buddy. <coughs> Whoa. Uh, I meant the listener's best buddy. Oh, you. thank you. Uh, he's already making headlines uh, with uh, some of the young guys on the team. What yes. it, was there? Was there something specific that happened that I missed? Um, I believe it was like last week there was like I seen like four headlines regarding him and his receivers. Like they had too much drops in practice. Then oh, he was I see angry here, yeah. with them at some <clears throat> point. And then this week he's like, you know what? I'm they're doing better. And it's like, yeah, all this talk about him and his receivers, he don't seem to be happy. That that's not that's not what you want. <laughs> Even it, because that's been the big complaint since what since Jordy Nelson kind of left basically, yeah, and it was just him and Devonte. It's like, okay, are you gonna get any more help? And it's like, no, nah, we're just gonna just gonna ride it out. And I'm just thinking, man, like, I think they're gonna win the division for sure because I think they're too talented a team not to. But this is gonna be another wasted year of Aaron Rodgers. Yep. Yeah, this is okay. So I I was just reading up on what happened. So yeah, this is. This isn't good. Like, this team isn't putting a lot around him. And we saw it last year, like you were just talking about, when Adams, it was the him and Adams show. And then when he would go to other players, it seemed like just they were surprised that the ball was being thrown to them. And they would drop it or they wouldn't get a lot of yards after the catch and stuff. So he's having the same trouble now, especially because he has a bunch of young wide receivers. And he's not the easiest guy to get along with, which is ironic, seeing as and how not just young wide receivers, like young, not primo wide receivers, like they yeah. they constantly pick up wide receivers like in the third, fourth, fifth, sixth round. It's not like you're one two guys. Yeah, it's not like they're taking these guys in the first round. These are late, late draft picks. So I find it interesting that Rodgers is such a prima donna and such a dick after what Brett Favre did to him. And it's, I mean, obviously hurt people, hurt people. So, but I, 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 to be honest with you, I'd really like them to have a terrible season. I'd like for this Rogers saga to kind of be over. It doesn't doesn't end if they have a terrible season. Now it's like, oh, they have to trade them. Yeah. (laughs) I guess it's not going to end until, yeah, it's not going to end until he's done. Yeah, they just uh, signed a four-year extension, two hundred million dollars. So, yeah, highest-paid man ever, or whatnot. Uh, so what? Well, until Lamar signs his con- God, that Lamar contract's going to be gigantic. It's going to be crazy. Let this season play out, and they don't give him a contract. Jeez, if he goes, imagine to- they have to double franchise him. Well, because they haven't franchised him yet, have they? No, so they'd okay. have to go and franchise him. Yeah, and then they'd have to franchise him the next year, that old Kirk Cousins model. Oh, my gosh. If he can get to the triple franchise, that would be crazy. Well, they, will, they, they wouldn't be able to afford that. The triple franchise is like $70 million a year. Because <laughs> it goes average salary. Oh, then I know. It goes double, <laughs> and then it goes double that. Yeah, I know. Trust so that would be insanity. Um, 
So yeah, I I don't. I'm not a huge fan of Rodgers. I'm not a big fan of the team itself because I used to cheer for the Lions. Everyone knows that. I like so, an underdog. I think speaking of Lions, are you are you watching Hard Knocks? No. Okay. What's going Usually? on? Usually. No, I'm not a big Hard Knocks fan because it always sucks me in, and I'm always like, oh, this team's gonna be great, and then so the that's season the thing. starts. Uh, I'm not watching because yeah, that has happened to me so many times that I'm like, you know what? I don't really care anymore. And I'm hearing so many people like it's moved the line in Vegas. Like, really, people think the Chargers are going to win more because the they have fallen. The, the Chargers, Chargers. Yeah. Uh, the Chargers did it like a couple of years ago, the COVID season. Um, it was the two LA teams. Oh, I yeah, watched yeah, that yeah. one. Um, I did watch yeah, that one. People are saying the Lions are going to win more. The line in Vegas has moved because they think the char- Lions, like you want to say Chargers, they think the Lions are going to have a better season than previously predicted because they're being swayed by the hard knocks bump. Oh, man. Well, speaking of Vegas, speaking of uh, the line moving in Vegas, the story broke uh, over this past week that Dana White was obviously, apparently... Uh, trying to broker a deal uh, with the Las Vegas Raiders, Tom Brady and Rob Gronkowski. This came out on the Gronks, which is a, like a side stream of the UFC fight. I don't know, whatever the fucking publicity shit they're doing is. Yeah. Yeah. Um, But Dana White was on there and was talking about, he was like, yeah, I remember when we almost had you to the Raiders in Vegas. And then Mark Davis. uh, Sorry. Go ahead. How did the conversation start? Because every clip I saw just starts with Dana talking, and then yeah. he ends it with, yeah, Rob, I wouldn't have brought it up if you didn't bring it up. I'm like, how did Rob bring it I don't. Can I see how Rob? Nobody's showing me how Rob brung it up. <laughs> I have no idea, because I'm also <laughs> watching the clips, too, because I'm not a big UFC guy, so I don't watch the fight. So it's. Uh, Uzman I, went down. Edwards. Yeah. Look I at couldn't him. believe that. Kicked I'm not face. a big UFC guy, but I listen to enough. Sports podcast to where I had a like a kind of an understanding. Too. Anthony Joshua washed. You shook. Beat him again. You caught you Fury have that? unretire. You have that, right? Uh did I have that? No, I didn't have that. I thought you said Anthony Anthony Joshua was just like Oh yeah, I guess I did kind of say that. Well, I didn't say he was over the hill. I said um he has a glass jaw. And that, yeah, the last anybody, time you you were like, I don't trust yeah, him. Anybody who was gonna, you know, not be scared and meet him where he was was gonna beat him. Okay. Well, He's just speaking not a ferocious of, fighter. Speaking of ferocious people, Tom Brady uh, was gonna go to the Raiders. I don't like this. Uh, I know Tom Brady's the greatest of all time, but I kind of like what the. I mean, this would have been three years ago, but I kind of like what the Raiders have and Carr and Waller and some of the other stuff that they have going on. Josh Jacobs. But man, imagine what could have been. Imagine I know, but what could that's like a you could have had Brady Waller and Gronk and Renfro. and then just yeah run the run the uh, old school uh, Patriots double tight end offense. Um, what you could who was else on that team? Aguilar was on that team. Yeah, at the time, and Zay Jones is on that team, and they had that better offensive line at that time. Better offense. That's when the peak offensive line before Gruden came and ripped everything up. Um, the defense defense still wasn't that good. He went to the better defense for sure. He ended up yeah. with the better defense. Oh yeah, that defense was stacked. Yeah, that defense Tampa. was built ready to go. So 
if if the scenario plays out, Brady wins the Super Bowl, doesn't win a Super Bowl, Pat Mahomes wins his second Super Bowl, what do you think? What do you mean? Like if they uh if he if goes they actually, to the Raiders. If he actually goes to the Raiders, then I think I mean I think it would have been the same thing, especially if he was there with Gronk. I think they would have won the Super Bowl. I think Patrick Mahomes I think this is an interesting sliding door for Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs. Because you think the they same, go to you think they win the Super Bowl if, if Tom Brady goes to the Raiders? I think they make a run in the playoffs for sure. I think he has that much sway over what happens on that team. Their defense is so their defense was and their defense is better now, but it was so bad then. It wasn't so I mean it was middle of the pack. It wasn't so bad. Do let's not forget that playoff run for the Bucks. They weren't the offensive juggernaut that we think they were. They were holding on by a thread. To fucking the Green Lizard and Tyler Heineke. Like, if not for that defense, they didn't get to where they got to. Brady wasn't fired at all cylinders. Um. So. Who'd they play on that playoff run? They played, they played the Green Lizard in Washington. Yeah. They played. Who the fuck else did they play? Where's our stat boy? Are you talking about uh, the Tampa Bay? Yeah, Bucks. The year they won the Super Bowl. Who did they play on that run? Because Brady had like a mediocre run to the championship, but the defense basically carried his carcass. Yeah, they carried him all the way through. And the uh, next year, so... last year, he had a very good offensive season. But remember, right, like right. we, he couldn't throw out routes for that entire season. Yeah, they had I to remember. just take it out of the playbook. Like, I don't think it goes as well if he goes to um, Las Vegas. I don't think. I think they have to see Pat Mahomes twice a year. So that's yeah, two losses. But I think. Uh, see, I don't think it's two losses. I mean, you the have an be, issue with the Chiefs. You the Raiders hate have beat the Pat Chiefs. Mahomes. You without hate the Chiefs. The Raiders have beaten Pat Mahomes with uh, without, uh, but not that season. Um, they, so they beat, beat them last year. One they time. beat the Chiefs in the uh, Super, Super Bowl. Bowl. They beat the Packers in the NFC Championship, and then uh, oh my gosh, yeah. Th- do you remember that Packers game? If no. not for fucking uh, was not Stefanski. Who's the idiot up there? Who's the dumb quarterback that's just you know drifting off McVeigh and you talking? Oh, and um, uh, oh god, uh. <laughs> Matt? Matt LaFleur. Matt LaFleur. Matt LaFleur. Yeah, that's the game where the Pats are up. They Brady finally takes it late, and then Rodgers, the run, don't run. They don't go for it on fourth down. Like, that. that's not a strong... That Bucks team, that Bucks team had to go on the road. Yeah. I don't think I don't think if Brady goes to Vegas, they're instant playoff. I think they still... I think they're still... I think they're instant playoff an instant playoff team, and I think they go pretty far only because of the fact so. that... Um, I think the defense there wasn't as good as the defense in uh, Tampa Bay, and I think Brady needed a year of adjusting to a new system. 
Because Gruden, was, the same way Arians was going to be rigid on just handing the system over to Brady, I think Gruden would have been just as stubborn. We saw how stubborn he was to not even let it go through. Yeah, that's true. So I don't know. I still think they make the playoffs though with Brady. I don't think, I think Brady they make doesn't. the playoffs. I don't think they make it to the Super Bowl. Yeah, well, I believe in the Raiders. I believe in Tom Brady's Raiders. <laughs> <laughs> All right. History books would look a lot different. I'd say that Pat Mahomes would have a second title if not for that. I'll tell you that. No, right. I think Pat Mahomes has fewer titles because I think he has Aaron Rodgers makes it to. Uh, well, he already had the one. This it'll be his second, uh, and he only has. You know one. what I mean? Like in his head, <laughs> like in his head. Um, I think Rodgers probably makes his second Super Bowl. Finally, yeah, is Rodgers going to be go down in history as one of the most overrated quarterbacks, or no? Because he has won a Super Bowl. Um, he's going to go down as one of those like tragic stories. Because at least Brett Favre made it to two. Yeah, he like, made Brett it to two lost and won one, 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 yeah. one. Yeah, but but like Marino never even made it back. He lost one and then never made it. back. And never made it back. But at least Rogers got to one and won one. But it's like how much more should he have had? But I also think Rogers of uh, Marino is way more likable than Rogers. Marino's a super dick. Oh, is he? Yeah. I was about to say oh, the yeah, public perception of Marino. Yeah. The public perception of Marino is, yes, very good. But if you know more like I'll send you this after the show. Um, there's this commercial shoot that Marino's doing and he keeps oh, fucking no. up the words and he's like, That one's good, let's go. <laughs> he's just like a super asshole. All right, well. He was the man he was the man on big man on campus in Pittsburgh and the big man on campus in Miami. Like first yeah, year, it, he's a superstar. And like the thing that bothers me is this whole like, oh, I just throw it to the guy who's open. I don't know plays and stuff. So it's like shut the That's more of a Brett Favre thing. Yeah, but I mean no, Marino used to say that too. He oh, really? Just, oh, okay. Yeah, his thing was like I just look for our color jerseys or something like that. Mm. I don't know. Whatever. Anyway, I like Tom Brady. And Tom Brady is a sweetheart. I know from personal experience, I've met Tom Brady. Uh, you have? Yeah, he came into Morton's years ago uh, when I was still working in Jacksonville. When the Were they playing the Jags? How am I yeah. just hearing this? I've told you about this before. You've never told me that you've met Brady. Or well, when I Brady. say met Brady, I mean like he walked yeah. in and picked up his food and I said. Oh, okay. Wow, he didn't, didn't even sit actually, neat? That's No, I don't no. like that. No, be a no, man we, of the people. Tom Brady even Urban the most, Meyer, the disgusting human being that he has sat down that. and ate. Let's not talk about Urban. Uh, Just saying, he right. sat down and ate. Let's get let's get into uh, Joe Rogan. Salt to the sport. earth, at least sat down and ate. He, Joe did sit down and eat. Joe, I would Come argue, on. is more popular worldwide than Tom Brady. Like salt to the earth, sit down and eat. Joe Rogan, too big and for I was your britches. I was a moron, and I said, uh, Mr. Rogan, Mr. Rogan, I do comedy. So nice to meet you. God, I'm so stupid. All right, moving on to the NBA. LeBron James, Joe's hero. You think the show's uh, not going to be called Mr. Rogan, Mr. Rogan? <laughs> LeBron signs a $97 million one-on-one. And one. Uh, for those of you who are uninitiated, that means one-year deal, and then there's a player option for the second year. That is how contracts are done now. Normally, they're a little bit longer, but there's normally a player option at the end of them. Uh, what does this mean moving forward for L.A., Joe? I Just real quick, I want to throw my two cents out there. That team's dead in the water Great already. Great way to ask a question and just take the question. 
Anthony Davis can't stay healthy. Self-pass. That team's dead in the water. I don't understand what's happening. I mean, obviously, LeBron wants to make the money and he wants to be in L.A., but what do you think is going to happen long-term with this team? Uh, long-term with this team, uh, LeBron has the bull by the horns. Um, he, he, <clears throat> he effectively gave away his power after the championship when he signed a four-year deal instead of doing his... Uh, one and one. I mean, doing what he's doing now, the one and one, where he Which had what he was threat, doing in Cleveland. What he was doing in Cleveland, um, and he did when he first got there. I think he first got there, he signed like a two, and then they won in the second, and then he signed a four year extension. But um, the threat of I can leave at any time, so you need to do what I say and when I say it. Uh, last year, we heard the speculation of um, trying to trade some pieces. Or, I mean, going into this offseason, we heard the speculation of trying to trade some pieces. Russell for Kyrie was a big, uh, was a big, uh, what's the word called? Was a big story. Big story. Not the word I was looking for, but I, you know, I'll take it. I don't know. Um, the rumor mill type of, was a big transaction that was being discussed ah, out in the public. Um, and... Yeah, the, the the Lakers basically said, well, we're not going to do that because we don't have security in that you're even going to be here to see Kyrie's contract to the end because you're going to have to trade for him and then give him an extension. And so this is that, hey, either do what I say or I'm just going to leave next year. LeBron, the funny thing is people say LeBron's ruined the NBA to some degree. Yes, he has bounced around from team to team, but you know what LeBron has done? He's played out every single contract he's had. He's never asked for a trade from a team. That's true. So he, LeBron is King Petty. He'll be like, okay, well, you'll just suck this year, and then I'll be gone next year. So how about that? How about that? All right, well, we'll see what happens with the Lakers. Uh, the Lakers. Uh, all right. Talking Major League Baseball, I am here in beautiful New York City, uh, so I have seen the demise of the Yankees. Mets are still up there, but uh, the Yankees have fallen off of a cliff. They've won, what is it, two of their last 15, I believe. Um, Yeah, they've getting beat up pretty bad. So I've talked to some people at work. A lot of people say it's the pitching. A lot of people say the bats have gone cold. I guess it's a combination of both. This is what happened. Which is what you don't want. Yeah, exactly. But this is exactly what happened. The season's too fucking long. Uh, they're going to be ebbs and flows. We talk about this all the time. No team is going to be a juggernaut, let alone good. Excuse me. No team is going to be good, let alone a juggernaut for the majority of the season. That's what I think. Judge is already out of here. He's worried about his other contract. Rizzo, we all know how I feel about him. His brother stole my girl in college. So oh, I was like, how do you feel about Rizzo? here. I like, I like um, No, I, I don't have a problem with Rizzo. It's, <laughs> I his, was brother. Like, it's his brother I got a little bit of an issue with. I believe you did say this on the show quite some time ago. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so f- a fun stat that I heard was the Yankees are the first team to have a seven over 70% win percentage in their first 60 games. Then follow that up with a sub 500 win percentage in their next 60 games. This team was 
on a tear, unlike anyone has ever seen. People were comparing them to the 27 Yankees, um, which at this point, I've never looked up the record of the 27 Yankees, but it's just like a cultural touchstone, even though the funny thing is like, I think the most wins by a team ever is like the 2001 Mariners or really? something like that. I think so. Like like that last man, like the 2000 Mariners, they had like one like 116. Also, I don't think there was 152 back then for the 27 Yankees, but that's besides the point. There probably was more games to win for those Mariners. But um, yeah, they were on a pace unlike anyone has seen, and they have been usurped in their own conference they've been usurped in their own state the mets have more wins than them now the dodgers 110 44 and 1 the 1927 yankees so they were playing 55 games 155 games that so between 1927 and almost 100 years the season is only expanded by seven games they won how much games they won 110 and 44 and 1 and, and 40, I thought you said 144. I was going to say, holy. No, no, no. 110. 110 wins, 44 losses, one tie. Got it. Okay. And then the Mariners won 116 and then didn't even make it to the World Series. I think. 116 and 46. Yeah. And what, what year was that? 2001, like you said. Boom. Called it. That's what we call. Oh, I Googled like, 2001 Mariners. Damn. Look at that. Fucking called it. You know who was on that team? Who? A Rod, Ichiro, Edgar Wait, Martinez. Wait, A Rod played for the Mariners. A Rod was drafted by the Mariners. He started his career in for the Mariners. That's where he made his name. Then got the biggest deal. Now, funny, funny story. Uh, this is what we call a good tan. This is what we call a good summertime tangent, folks. Um, so A Rod <clears throat> is leaving the Mariners after this season. Like that's when the team kind of imploded. A Rod is signing with the Mariners, uh, with the Rangers. But right before that, Kevin Garnett just signed the biggest deal in sports history. Five years, five, six, seven years. I don't remember the years, but the money probably seven back then. The money was two hundred and forty million dollars, richest contract in sports. A Rod is a free agent, one of the hottest free agents out there, um, and he's going to the Rangers, and he says. I want 241. He wanted one more million than Kevin Garnett so he could have now the richest contract in sports. <laughs> oh, God. I think I remember uh, when that happened. And then, yeah, then he makes his way to the Yankees. But, um, so just real quick breakdown, just because we're on this topic. Um, the Mariners are not the only team to win 116 games. Can you, do you know the other team? Is it going to be like another Yankees team? No, it was Chicago in 1906. Doesn't say White Sox or uh, the hell was uh, I going to get that? <laughs> I think it was the Cubs. I assume it was the Cubs. I would just say it was the Cubs. Then. Yeah, 116 and 36 in 1906. Jeez, that's wicked. Um, yeah, I guess the other ones is probably the modern era. Yeah, the live ball era. Um, what was I going to say? We were talking about the Yankees and taking a bath, and then we were talking about A Rod. So wait, he played for the Mariners, then the 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 Texan Texas, and then uh, then the Yankees, then the Yankees. Okay. Yeah. Um. Yeah, when did he start using steroids? Was that with Texas or? Oh uh, yeah, Texas. Okay. People assume Texas. Yeah, because isn't that when he like blew up? 
Well, he already like blew his, up, but but I'm saying statistically, isn't that when he was like starting to? Yeah, <clears throat> going right. crazy. Well, good for him, Joe. Staying on baseball, who do you think the biggest threat is in MLB? The Dodger, the Doyers, excuse me, the Mets or the Braves? Um, wait, you read that question. Oh, I'm sorry, I read that question wrong. <laughs> who do you think? Who do you think is the biggest threat to the Doyers in the MLB? The Mets or the Braves? Uh, in the NL specifically, um, my head wants me to say the Mets because the Mets have the pitching staff. Uh, well, the Mets the right is the right answer. The Mets have the pitching staff. Well, Brent, that's not how you tease out a topic. Um, <laughs> saying the right answer, and then you move on, and then you're done. Uh, the Mets have the pitching staff with Scherzer, Degrom, Edwin Diaz coming out of the pen. Um, they got the polar bear. They got Francisco Lindor. Mind you, this team won 77 games all of last season. I believe they're at 79 already this season with about 40 games left to go. Um, so that's what your head wants to say. But the Braves coming off a World Series, getting back one of their best players, losing Freddie Freeman, but getting Matt Olson, who's a very good first baseman. Michael Harris has made a name for himself getting a contract extension. You got Acuna. Albies is going to be coming back at some time. The pitching staff is not lesser than. They're about where they were last year. A couple injuries, but people expected to be back in the season. Um, Outside of the only thing that I have a knock on the Braves for at this point is the lack of depth in the uh, relief, the bullpen. Kenley Jansen, 34 years of age now, leaving the Dodgers. Uh, I don't think he's as good as Edwin Diaz, obviously. Edwin Diaz is probably going to be the reliever of the year. Um, so that is the edge and why I'll go with the Mets because they have a shutdown closer, and that's what you need in those big leverage situations. All right. I'm going with the Mets, too. I honestly was just setting it up that way because I thought you were going to be like, but it's actually the Braves. I didn't realize you were going to turn and be like, eh, no, I'm going to still stick with the Mets. Come on. You've seen PTI. Sometimes you got to take the other <laughs> argument just to work your way back to the argument. <laughs> just to work your way back to just the Just to work your way point. back where you were going. All, All right. right. Quick hits. Quick. You'd be surprised how quick. It quick. Neyman hits. Quick hits. I know somebody who watched some WNBA playoffs this weekend. I did. Brennan hit me up, showed me that he was watching his Dallas Wings extend the series against the Connecticut Sun, making that a one and one game three Best tonight. Three. I don't know if you guys know that. Um, no, real quick, Dallas game three tomorrow. Yeah, it's tomorrow. Uh, I'm sorry, I should have said that when you asked. No, I uh, said it. Dallas beat the brakes off the. Did you watch this game? Wire to wire, they it was like twelve big. to two, like in the first quarter, and I was like, "Oh, this." In the words of the Mighty Ducks, too, it's over. Baby. At the end of the first uh-huh. quarter, it was twenty-two to seven. Yeah, it at the end of the first quarter. Game. Yeah, yeah, they got them. I don't even know how they lost the first game. It's all these draft picks. The reason for all of you listening, why I became a Dallas Wings fan was because two years in a row they had like three or four picks. Each year in the first round. And I was like, oh, I don't have a WNBA team, but this team looks like they're building for the future. So I'm going to go with the Dallas Wings. And looks like after that game, I might have been on to something. They might have been on to something. punished them. 
Might have been, or I mean, it could end up like uh, the Sky and Liberty, where Liberty won the first game, hands down, and then the Sky punched them in the mouth, winning game two, like one ten, one hundred to like sixty something. Oh wow! Uh, the Liberty won the first game, ninety eight to ninety one. The Sky returned the favor with a man. It's so hard to get these numbers for some reason right now. 162 game. Yeah. Um, so that game is one and one. Game three is Just tonight. trust your instinct. I know. I got it with the 2001 Mariners. Like, come on. I got this. Um, I got it with 116 exactly. Boom. Look at that. Uh, the Aces, uh, who are my favorites to win it all this year, took out the Mercury. The Mercury were hamstrung. That game was 117 to 180 was the clinching game. Woo. Brand dog going crazy. Um, Everyone just woke up at the house. Ah. Uh, 117 to 80 was the clinching game in that one. Um, and then the Mystics were also taken out of the playoffs by the Storm. So the last two games in the first series are the Connecticut, Connecticut Suns in the wings and Chicago versus New York. Uh, Brandon, who do go. you think are going to win those two games? Uh, Chicago, right? That's the that's the favorite. Is that the, the betting, betting favorite? favorite that's likely, what I yeah. thought. Um, so I'm gonna take them, and of course, I'm taking my wings, baby. My wings. Uh, I think the Suns. You know what? I'm going with the wings. I like an upset early. I'm going with yeah, the wings. Let's go. I'm going with the wings, and I'm going with Shotown. Kalia Cooper is way too much to handle. Courtney, uh, Courtney Vandersloot, Kayla Cop. Uh, Kayla Cop already. Candace Parker, yeah, they got they got too much firepower on that. Candace squad. Parker still playing, crushing people. Still playing at a high level. Let's not, That's what I'm let's, saying. Let's not say like she's gonna be gone next year. Still playing. No, I literally said high. still playing, crushing people. That's what I, I literally. I'm just, I'm just saying. People have speculated that she may be retiring and whatnot. I don't think so. No, she's still playing not the at way she's playing. High level. Brennan. I can't believe I, it took two years, but now you've gotten me into the WNBA, and not only that. Not only the WNBA. Not only you've also WNBA. gotten me into soccer corner. Let's go! It's the soccer. I need to get a sounder. Yeah, that's just, if I still did my that. job, I'd get a sounder for the soccer corner. Uh, Brennan, what do you want to do? MLS or Premier League first? Because I got some things to say about the Premier League. Let's start with the Prem. We only right. got one thing on MLS. Let's start with the Prem, Brennan. You want to say? Okay. It? Yeah, Fulham's in the top ten. Let's Fulham's go. Fulham's in the top uh, ten, baby. Come on, Fulham. Come on, Fulham. We uh we have yes I am saying we now because Fulham is now my team after all the soccer talk and watching two seasons of Ted Lasso back to back to back I am now into footy uh Fulham one win two draws zero losses undefeated on the season undefeated. we do have two goals uh plus two in the goal differential I want to see I want to talk to you Arsenal apparently is just waxing people is Arsenal what's happening? is on one. Uh they got one of the best attackers out of Man City. Um and uh, Gabriel oh Jesus. And uh he is pretty much shape rechanged that team's attacking front. Um and they have been just pinging balls in nonstop. Yeah, so they've they won uh three nil, four two, two nil. Like they're six nil. God, they're destroying teams. Um yeah. But that was the, the six nil was in the Emirates Cup. So, anyway, uh, I thought uh, our 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 friends over at Manchester United have put things together. They finally got a win, so they finally are no got longer a win. in last place. <clears throat> West Ham United, God, 
Oh, and three. Oh, oh, and three on the season. Looking at relegation. I know it's a long season. How many games are uh, 38? 38 total. So we still have a long way to go. And we're going to have a we're going to have a World Cup break in the middle of this season. Okay, that's why it's 22, 23. All right. Um, But yeah, I'm excited. I, anything you want to throw out there? I mean, I'm just still um, Fulham's in the top 10, baby. We're out of relegation. We're coming Fulham's up on the Europa League. I was stunned that uh, Newcastle was able to draw with Man City. Yeah. Um, Leeds. I was stunned that Leeds fucking crushed Chelsea 3-0. Chelsea, who's dealing with a lot of financial things because one of their, their owner prior to this season was a Russian oligarch, and he had to divest his uh, interest in the team and i think one of the um one of the owners of the dodgers is now uh he ended up paying the paying the fee to get the team but i just want to talk about the fulham win brennan yes fulham 2-0 early er, within the first 25 minutes fulham goes up 2-0 fulham concedes one goal damn near two goals before the end of halftime second goal called off offsides boom we're going to the second half second half they immediately give up the second goal so now it's a 2-2 game again fucking relentless Brentford I'll give it to Brentford Brentford by the way one of our biggest rivals uh this was a London derby teams in London playing each other not just a London derby a southwest London derby our two biggest rivals Chelsea Brentford because they're uh, home, their neighboring towns. Yeah. Um, relentless onslaught from them. They really didn't give us anything uh, easy. And then finally, in the 90th minute, Mitrovic, Alexander Mitrovic with a header right to the back of the goal, sending the Southwest London team crazy. Uh, and nothing sweeter. As I tweeted in my Fulham Facebook chat, yes, I'm on Facebook only on a burner only <laughs> to discuss Fulham. Nothing sweeter than a Fulham victory, but nothing sweeter than a Fulham victory over Brentford in the 90th minute after Ivan Tony mocked Mitro's signature celebration. And then the next day, Chelsea loses. So we're the best team in Southwest London now, baby. Yeah, we're so taking it. Uh, a couple of things I did want to just, because I'm not... As familiar with the team as you are, a couple of things just as an outsider. The fact that we could score in the first minute and then in the twentieth minute is that's got to be good news. That's Bobby very good D. news. Cor- Bobby Decadovery. Yeah, he's Jamaican. Bobby, Bobby Decadovery. All right, yeah, he uh, he scored the first minute. That's not that's not a real normal it's crazy. thing. Before I even had the game on, he was already already had a goal. Yeah, we. Uh, I don't know if you know this, Joe, but we did run the the four two three one. Uh, <laughs> now nah, I'm just reading. Do you know what that means? Uh, yeah, four defenders, three midfielders, two attackers, and then one striker. Two wingers, one striker. Yeah, good job. Oh, wingers! I was so close. You're right there. <laughs> um, yeah. So what do you? What was the one thing you wanted to say on the MLS? Uh oh, Miami has picked themselves up by their bootstraps. Miami, who I've been lamenting the entire season, they started off very slow. Um, it was starting to get annoying because Montreal, a team that came into existence after us, uh, is number two in the le- in the Eastern Conference right now. And we were somewhere like around 11, 10. And uh, since 
Um, basically, at one point we took Higuain, which was one of our biggest acquisitions because he was a English and Spanish league player uh, who's now towards the end of his career. We took him out of the lineup, and then we had a bit of a jolt of energy with some of the younger talent. Um, and now we've inserted him back in the lineup, and he has been a key contributor uh, to the team since going forward. Now we are squarely in the playoff position, um, jumping from six, I mean, jumping up to sixth place. And um, we have a few easy games coming up. We have a few uh, games around where we are, five and four against Orlando and uh, New York. Uh, the Red Bulls, not your New York team. Um, yeah. But yeah, so if Miami could finally make a legitimate playoffs, the one time they made the playoffs was their inception year, but that was also the pandemic year where there was an expanded playoffs. So if they can make an actual playoffs, it'll be a good look for, um, I know his name's not Phil. No, is it Phil? It's not Phil Neville. I can't remember the name of the coach, but Beckham and the coach who was Beckham's boy, who he brought over, they played together at Man United. Um, So yeah, that would be, very, very good. He was also the English, uh, the Lady Lions coach. The Lionesses. Lionesses. So, yeah. Very dope there. Are you pulling up the coach's name? Yep. What is his name? What's his name? Gotta have his name quick. Gotta be quick. Get the quick. Quick, quick hits. Owner, uh, Jose Armas, head coach, Phil Neville. Phil Neville, boom! I gotta stop fucking. Gotta have more confidence in my knowledge. Jeez, I know so much useless said? things. Yeah, that's what I said. I thought it, for some reason said. I thought it was the baseball manager. I thought it was <laughs> the guy who took Phil over Neville. for Joe Madden. Is his name Phil Neville also or something? Who's currently man? I'm hit the press conference. You looked that up. All right. We'll bring you the press conference in its entirety. <laughs> This is hilarious. Angels uh, manager, Phil Nevin. Nevin. Nevin Neville. Okay. All right. I was. I knew I was in. So I wasn't confident. All right, Brennan, where can we find you? Um, at Brennan T. Comedy on all social media, BrennanTComedy.com. Uh, check out the website. I do have a one-man show that I am producing uh, with the help of a good buddy of mine. Um, and that will We're already be talking about that, huh? premiering in January. Wow. Uh, yeah, got to get the word out now. Uh, we're going to premiere that in January if all goes well of next year. You have a so space keep already? An eye out for that. We're, we're working on everything. Everything's oh. in the works. We got we got a few months to get it all taken care of. Uh, but I want to put it out there now just because this, these are things that, you know, take time. But as long as people know it's coming out in January. Okay. Oh, sure. check out my other podcast too. Brennan Tazov is your ex drinking buddy under the moniker ex drinking buddy. I have guests on. We talk about them um, growing up, how they got into whatever they're into comedy, acting, music. Joe's been on a few times. Uh, and then we talk about their best and worst drinking, drug, partying, getting in trouble stories. That's a lot of fun. Ex drinking buddy. Joe. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Joe Doro. You can find the show Twitter and Instagram at Hearing Press. Don't forget to go over to those social media accounts at Hearing Press. Uh, don't forget to head over to anewlow.co to check out all the other shows on the network. Uh, fun, funny, informative, uh, and very musical serious. in nature sometimes. Um, yeah, Misbehavior Journal Club. Very serious show. Very serious. Um, yeah, uh, I think that's it, Brennan. So let's get out of here so you can hit the gym and I can get to work. Let's do it. And that's why we play the game. 
Hello. Sorry, Hello. took me a while to find the closing music there. Huge shout out. The entire Dallas Wings organization. Thank you for making me right. I appreciate it. Izzy Let's Harrison. Go. What's up? Alicia Next Gray. round of the playoffs. Kayla Thornton. Rika Gumbawale. 